I said to this girl, I was like, look, like, you're talking to my boy, like, what's, like, what's good? Hella hair ties. That's my cats. They take your hair ties? They literally, my cats will take my hair ties, and then they put them everywhere in the house, and then when I'm like, Are they oh, here? I need Oh, they aren't. They got spayed, so they are with my mom. But, no, they literally fling them everywhere. And then when I need to actually put my hair up, they aren't here. Nice. <laughs> All right, what is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the In the Feels podcast. Super excited for everybody to tune in and listen. If you haven't subscribed yet, go do that. Go write us a review. Go rate us a five stars. It would really help. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but... We are back today, and unfortunately, uh, we can't go live at the moment. I'm sad. So my, <clears throat> I've been like doing like podcast stuff like all day with the other podcast that I do. So all right, so you're in like podcast mode now. I am in podcast mode. Um, another episode like in the afternoon. So definitely not as energetic as last time, but yeah. of course, um, still feeling it though. I feel like we're way more. T- well, I mean, at least I'm exhausted when we do it later in the day. I'm super tired when we do it later in the day. But um yeah, Rachel, uh what's going on? How's your how's your week been? It's been good. You know, it's weird. Oh yeah? I something I wanted to like bring up and like I'll go deeper in the podcast, Sweet. but just taking time to myself. And you know, it's funny. Like this whole dude aside, this summer, you know, COVID hit and I was doing me, and it felt good to, like, go drive anywhere. You know, I used to have my routine, like, I would go, like, hang out with my friend on Saturday, like, my friends on Saturday would always change up what friend, and then Sunday, it would be me day, so I would go to the farmer's market by myself, or I'd start studying something, and then it was just, I was enjoying time to myself, and the whole thing with the dude, I was so thrown off with just doing me. And being me. So this weekend, I had a wine night, and then I had girl time with my one friend. We went down to, to uh, D.C. It was good. And then it was just, you know, it was good to just have time to myself. Like, Saturday, I saw a friend, but then I did me. Like, I went to the store by myself. Like, I, well, first of all, I do everything by myself. But I went out, and I went to the mall just walked around got stuff you know ended up getting some books I forgot about how much I enjoy just doing stuff with myself and then it made me realize and think like I thought back and I was like I really forgot about how much I like me and I like myself and then I really started thinking and I was like that's how you are ready for somebody and that's how you meet somebody because someone sees that you are confident, you like yourself, and then that's when I just had a, like, I just had one of those moments where you're sitting there and you're looking at yourself and you're like, you know, from another person's perspective, I look like a happier person. In the past few weeks, I feel like when I was walking around, I looked like some sad bum, and like, first of all, I don't want to talk to someone who looks like that because it's kind of off-putting at first, so it was good. It was me. I'm liking me. I'm loving me. I got accepted to grad school, I'm waiting on another acceptance, and then I'll make my decision. Hopefully, I'm hoping, hoping for this other school to to end up working out, because it's literally my dream school. And I'm so excited for grad school. Um, I have a bunch of mentors at work now to help me get into the field that I want to. Like, things are coming along in my life, finally. And it's good. Do you think these things would have came along even if you were still going through what you were going through? Or do you think it opened up, like, a light for yourself? That's my thing. I was sitting there and I was thinking and I was like, I think I was so distracted by this boy that all I would ever do is think about, like, does he like me this week? Is something wrong? Did I do something wrong? And, you know, I woke up and I was just like, there was one day where I was kind of like, you know, I kind of miss him. But then the other days I woke up and I thought... I don't want to lose sight of my goals. I don't want to lose sight of all that. And when I meet the right person, that'll be the person where I don't feel like I'm sure I'll feel unsure in the beginning with things. Cause you know, when you get to know a person, it's always iffy cause you're trying to understand them, trying to understand their mannerisms, texting, like all that bish. 
ish, all that ish. So all that bish, all that bish. <laughs> I don't even know. That was a combination of business and ish, bish. <laughs> so let's let's uh, copyright that word. But I, <laughs> I was. I'm just. I think I'm able to focus on myself and remember the goals I had in my life. Because ever since I was in high school, like, I got my dream job finally because I had been working towards getting that job. Now I'm more focused on school. I'm focused on my career. I'm focused on me again. And, you know, the right person will come along and the right person will be there to help me, not make me wonder all the time. And they'll want to, you know, they'll want to be in my life and they'll want a relationship and all of that. So I think... I need to be patient, and I think that's the lesson I just learned this this these past few weeks is, you know, love finds you. You don't always go out and try and find love all the time, because when you do, that's how sometimes you end up with the wrong person. The right person comes in your life when they're meant to, and other people will come and leave in your life, and they'll teach you lessons, and obviously I learned my lessons, but... Yeah, I think I just have a positive attitude. Plus, it's Lent, and I'm giving up negativity for Lent, and I'm doing nice things for people. So. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean. I'm in a better place. Yeah. That's, I sound like I died and passed away. <laughs> <laughs> but at least you're, you know, you, you seem a lot more um, happy. Yeah, um, I think I needed and, my friends, too. Yeah. I mean, friends, friends are a huge part of a lot of different things. and um, Yeah. But that's good. So you, on you, because my life is sunshines and rainbows, apparently. Let's, Look, what's up with you? My, How was your weekend? My life is also sunshine and rainbows as of right now. Yeah? Um, yeah, my weekend was good. I, uh, you know, hung out with... With who? Excuse me? Can't, can't... Can't uh, do it? Can't say it? I'm going to edit that out. But uh, I hung out with um, somebody very nice, somebody that I enjoy hanging out with. Interesting. Um, it was a very good time. And, I'm guessing uh, a girl. Well, yeah. Yeah. That, you would guess correctly. Um, yeah, we, we hung out uh, a little bit by ourselves. Then we hung out, you know, with um, her, her, her friend group and stuff like that. Interesting. And it was a good time. Uh, it's, always, it's always kind of... Um, interesting when you hang out like for the first time with people like meeting them for the first time and they're seeing you like for the first time not just having like mini conversation like in the background yeah. so it was definitely interesting um i think it's nice too because you meet other people and you can kind of like it's funny they say birds of a feather flock together so when you meet that person's friend group you can kind of see a little bit of them and because who they associate with and who they're friends with yeah i mean look like it was a it was a very good time i had yeah. a great time um oh, that's, see that's always good i felt really bad all the because i mean we were like chilling we were drinking and stuff like that a little bit and like i don't know we woke up like the next the next morning and like everything was like all cleaned up and i was like damn like I really feel bad because, like, I wanted to help, like, clean oh, stuff up. up. Yeah. Aww. I felt pretty bad. But, um, no, nah, I was definitely... You're like, good. I'll make up for it next time. Yeah, it was a good time all together. And, uh, look, I can't wait to, to hang out with, with my friend group. I mean, we have some group FaceTimes. You are on the I group am, FaceTimes. I am, and I like it. Yeah. I mean, like, it's... It's fun. It's a great dynamic, except for when everybody's attacking me. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. But, uh, dynamic is keyword there. No, dynamic is key. I mean, look, like, you have to have a little bit of fun. You got to have, um, you know, everybody kind of knocking on each other and stuff like that. Um, so, no, it's always, a, it's always a good time, always a fun time. And when that person can keep up with the friend group and all of that. Oh, yeah. You know, that's good. Yeah, I mean, look, if anybody can keep up with Robbie G, then. Uh, oh, my God, <laughs> Robbie G. I love Rob. Speaking of Robbie G. Didn't, uh, didn't we just talk about something with him? Didn't something happen from that podcast? Yeah, Robbie G hung out with a girl, um, which is pretty cool for him. And yeah. That's awesome. You know, uh, good for Rob. Look, I, I think I really like when all my friends are kind of um, on the same kind of boat. I mean, obviously, we got to get you and uh, my boy Mitchell in the same boat Shout with out us. Mitchell. Shout out Mitchell. But you do realize that it's just like a fun dynamic it's like yeah it you know is. rob's hang rob's doing his thing like you guys are doing your thing i'm doing my thing we all come together like 
I'm just super excited. The weather outside is beautiful today. Oh my god! I Even know. though it's not gonna stay this way for uh, you know for a long time, today and tomorrow is supposed to be really nice. It just puts me in that mood, like wow, like I'm really trying to like go as a group, like on like a nice trip and stuff to the like that. Beach. I want to go to yeah. the beach so bad. But no, I mean, look, like it's very important for your friend uh, dynamic to kind of get along with um, with you know the person that you are yeah. interested in and. Um, you know, I, I think it's I think it's a great thing. Um, I'm glad that the group FaceTimes haven't necessarily scared this person away. Well, um, I give a person props if they can outlast that. Any FaceTime situation because it's either going to be A, just hectic because everyone gets along, but, like, the fun kind of hectic. But then you also have to see if that person keep up. Or B, utterly boring. Yeah, I mean, we definitely have a fun fun dynamic on the uh, group FaceTime. So, mm-hmm. and everybody kind of gets along and continues to kind of, you know, talk to one another and I think it's fun. I think it's a great time, you know. I'm I'm going to enjoy doing that in the future and stuff like that, but I enjoy the new member of the the group FaceTime. A you lot. know, here's the thing that I was just thinking about. Um you know, something that I feel like I've never been able to do was kind of uh share certain things about myself with you know, somebody else that I was, that I was talking to, or, you know, got into a relationship with eventually and stuff like that. And it's very nice to be able to, you know, be able to do that. I think, um, it's very important when you can kind of talk to, talk to somebody about, you know, everything. And I feel like in this situation, I can literally talk about anything and like, I'm not too afraid of being kind of judged for it. I mean, you know, that's, like, the best thing that you can possibly ask for, in my opinion. Meeting someone that you can open up to and accept you, oh, my God. That's so... Yeah, got me nervous on the podcast. So nice. <laughs> I know. But, yeah, no. Um, You're literally, like, feeling, like, <laughs> your hands against me, like, fidgety. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm just, uh, I'm just super excited. I'm excited to see where things continue to lead. And the best part is, is, like, being on the same wavelength. I mean, everybody's kind of on the on the same path of like where everything is going um apparently you're telling me and mitchell we gotta find somebody so i mean look like i i'm not saying that you guys need to rush into finding somebody i just you know i want i want our whole i want our whole friend group to be happy and stuff like that and we will we're in our like mid-20s oh i know eventually but yeah but age regardless i just think you know um it's always nice when everybody's eating, you know? It's like Thanksgiving dinner. Like, everybody's eating the turkey. Everybody's eating the stuffing. That's how I feel with my friend group. I just want everybody around the table yeah. eating. So Look, I know. watch enough Sex in the City, and they find their person eventually. Yeah, I think everybody's going to find their person eventually. And uh, I'm super excited when it happens. Because right now, you know, we're, we're getting this new person acquainted into the group. But let me tell you something. Eventually, it's going to be two more added people. No. And even, even oh another person. God. So... Because Rob's, you know, I've, I've never met the person that Rob's talking to. I can't to, wait so to meet the person Rob's talking to. It's going to be interesting. But, um, but yeah, I'd say my week is was pretty good. It's continuing to be good. So I think everybody's week is in sunshine and I rainbow know, mode. finally, look, life is finally coming together. Yeah, you know, I think it's amazing when you finally, like I said, like just find that you know, that niche of what you're kind of in the direction of what you're looking for. And I am certainly in the niche now. So it's, it's a good thing. Um, you know, like I said, I look forward to seeing where things, you know, can take off and continue to grow. That's like my biggest thing is like, I just want to grow with somebody. And I feel like people don't understand that. Um, you know, maybe people that I've talked to in the past are always like, Oh, like you use too many emojis, or oh, like this is too real. Blah, and that's blah, when blah. you know that person's immature because you're like, "What the heck? I'm sorry." It's like, yeah, it's just annoying. Like, it, it, I just I want to add value to what I'm what I'm looking for and doing. So it's very nice to be able to add that value to what I'm doing right as we speak. I agree, and the thing with you saying you want to grow with that person, I feel like that's so crucial because a lot of times people look at a relationship. And when people look at a re- relationship, they don't see it at the time, but oftentimes, at least when we were younger, like I would see people in college and instead of growing side by side with the person, they would end up becoming one identity. It was always we, we, or so-and-so and so-and-so. It was never like, oh, like Rachel or oh, Scott or oh, whoever. And that's the thing. It's like you, you find your life partner because you want to help them grow and you want to help yourself grow 
And so it's like you want that person to support you in life. You don't want them to just grow into one identity. Yeah, I mean this this particular person, I mean, is it's all supportiveness. It's independent too. Let me tell you, find someone who's independent and can dish it and you know stand confidently. Yes. Yeah. Is that is a lost gift that somebody is able to develop. Confidence, let me tell you, confidence in this generation is iffy. I mean, I gotta be honest, it took me a long time to gain confidence. I have some confidence, but there are times where I'm not so certain. Like, when I meet a person, I will come off confident. But then when I really get to know them, they see that I'm not as confident. <laughs> I mean, like, the biggest thing with confidence is, like, now we have so many... We're seeing so many pictures, so many videos, so many things of what, you know, we feel that our life needs to be. And yeah. everybody's just different, you know? Like, you're not going to look like the person necessarily the that's Instagram in this model. Instagram yeah. Yeah, picture. Like, it's like, nah, people need to understand that, like, confidence comes within. And um, you does. just can't compare yourself to other people. Everybody needs to live their own individual ways and go on their own kind of path. I promise, like, it'll all pay off and it'll all be perfectly fine. I mean, we got to stop trying to compare ourselves. Like, people are going to be in different stages of life. People are going to look different than us. I mean, that's what makes us human. That's what it's all about. And I feel like if you have great confidence, then, like, you know, yeah. you should be able to live your own path. And that's what's important. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, like, like we were – like, you kind of mentioned, like, people – that are able to be like supportive and stuff like that. That's like probably the most attractive thing is like when you are sort of in the boat that we're in, when we have our jobs and everything else, like we don't want to come home to like, you know, nothing. We want to know, we want somebody to ask us how our days do, like what happened today and uh, different things that happened and talk about exactly what happened. And if it was a bad day, then discuss the bad day. And if it was a great day, just kind of be on that same level of like celebratoriness that person is kind of the way i look at it is like a pillar and so they're your emotional support because then you're their pillar when they have a bad day yeah i agree a hundred percent um the biggest thing that i like am happy about is just like this person like cares about the things that i'm doing um always talking about you know different stuff with the podcast different stuff with tiktoks and stuff like that so shout out to to them for being that supportive because that molds. i love that we haven't named well obviously we're gonna keep it a mystery yeah but I that like molds the, i like the mystery that molds like a rock you know like that's how it's that person becomes that is how you rock. build a house and literally the relationship is a house you have that support and that person building that foundation, and then you guys build your life together. Yeah, we're in the groundwork right now. We just threw on the threw little bricks around the you cement. Dug, <laughs> I was going to say, you, you dug and put the cement in. Right, exactly. So right. we'll see it's how that blossoms. Somewhere. Yeah. But, um, but, yeah, so something interesting that I wanted to talk to you about was, um, yes. you know, I uh, we were talking about Robbie G here talking to you know, a girl and like, I want you and Mitchell and everybody to be happy and stuff like that. But mm -hmm. have you ever had uh, a friend who had like a significant other that like, kind of was like being flirtatious with you or like kind of looked your way? Um, or anything like that dynamic? Yes. Yes. I feel like you have too. Oh, I definitely have. Um, yeah. So here's my, here's a nice story for you. So a nice one. Yeah, well, <laughs> It, it's a good story in the end, and you'll hear why. So, you know, uh, my boy Robbie G, you know, he was talking to this girl. I don't even know this girl, whatever. He came to my house, um, and, like, he was on FaceTime with her. I said, what's good? Like, nothing too crazy. And she just talked about, um, you know, hanging out, like, with her friend group, me and Robbie G. This was a while back, by the way. So this was, like, okay. I don't know. This is probably about a, two months ago, maybe. All right. Um, and... Everything was, like, going fine. The girl followed me on Instagram. I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'm just going to accept it because, like, she's talking to Rob right now. So yeah, why you, not? You do that because you yeah. want to scope out the pictures from the friend of the guy you're talking exactly. to. Exactly. I got to scope out, make sure my boy Robbie G is being situated, right? Yep. This girl DMs me, starts talking about, like, certain things. I can tell that it's getting to a level where it's, like, it made me very, like... What it, is going on? Well, what is going on, like, uncomfortable, just different stuff. And I was just like... 
dude, like, you know, I'm not trying to be mean. I'm not a mean person, so I'm not going to, like, you know, completely be like, yo, stop talking to me. But I was just like, yeah, you know, we were talking about, like, Chipotle. I was like, yeah, this is why I get Chipotle, blah, blah, blah. And then it started getting, like, more into, like, oh, like, we should hang out. We should hang out. We should hang out. Here's the biggest thing about me, though. I don't like that. I didn't like that at all. No. And here's my thing with my friends, you know. I care a lot about my friends. Mm Mm-hmm. Especially Robbie G. I've known him for Friends? many, many years. It's called Bros Before Hoes. It is. It is called Bros Before Hoes. But it, regardless, I wasn't interested in the person. I was never even, no. you know, trying you to talk to the person. You would never do that to Rob. Never, so. ever. But I said to this girl, I was like, look, like, you're talking to my boy. Like, what's like what's good? Like, yeah. I called her out on it. And she was like, oh, like, you think it would be, like, weird? Is it weird that I'm telling you this stuff? And I was like, yeah, kind of, considering the fact that, like, you know, my boy, like, really, you know, wants to kind of talk to you. Like, you should probably talk to him. And she was like, yeah, you know, like, I don't really know what I want. Like, blah, 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 blah. Everything that girl said. Uh, and I was like, okay. look, I, I was like, look, you got to be honest with Rob. Like, you got to tell him exactly how you feel. Yeah. I don't want to hang out because that's my boy. I'm not going to do that to him. I stay loyal to my friends. Shout but, out to you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I was like, you need to tell Rob what's good. So it protected myself, but it also protected my friend, Rob. Yeah. Because... Like it, that it was just such a messed up uh, dynamic. But I don't like that. Yeah. So if you're gonna go after somebody's friend, just probably stop talking to the person before you do it. And also, mm-hmm. if the friend is really your friend, then he's gonna stick up. They're gonna stick up for you. Yeah. Like I did for for my boy. So shout out to Rob. Love you lots, buddy. And um, yeah, now he's talking to this new girl, so it's all good. It and all see, and it happens for a reason. Like the next person you meet, you sit there and think, "Why was I like so upset about the other person?" Because I have this great person in front of me now. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but what about you? What about what about your? Uh, you definitely have a story for this. I mean. Ugh. I mean. It's not even. It's not even really story. It's not a story. It's happened before. Like, you know. They'll be flirtatious. They'll be my friend, too. And I'll just be like, mm, no, we're just not even going to entertain this. So I'll shut them down. I'll just be like, okay, I'll walk away. Like, they'll get they'll get flirty, and I'm like, this is too weird. But you've never been in a relationship with somebody where their friends kind of were, like, trying to, like, hit on you. and Well, I mean, you just said yes. that, but, like, there's not a specific story. Um... think I don't you know I don't know because I, it's just been like I mean, there was one time I went out and this guy was at the bar with me and he tried to buy me a drink and I was like no we were clearly friends and then was he friends with your boyfriend yeah and then he wanted to make me grilled cheese and I was like no and I was like ah, I'm just gonna go home <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, why would you put you, yourself... Like, why would you put... Why would they put you in the awkward position It's like weird. I mean, ugh, I, I just normally shut it down, though. The thing is, is I don't let it progress too far. I'm just like, no, we're not even gonna... No, we're not even gonna go down this road. Period. So, I mean, I've had... Oh, I've had weird instances where I had... I was an RA. Oh, my God. I'll, no, I'll tell you this story. I Kind of related, unrelated... I was an RA, alright, so I was an RA to co-ed floor, so I had boys and girls. Every year I always had a weird resident, and it was always these guys who, they would say things like, I'd walk by the room, they'd have their door open, they were like the, it was, this was men's soccer, men's soccer was always like, can you come in the room, Rachel? My bed's broken, and I would stand in their doorway and I'd be like, okay, I'll put a maintenance request, and they're like, no, 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 come in, like, let me show you how shaky it is. That's so weird. And I'd be like, no. Like, I'm pretty sure they were trying to, like... Yeah, they were trying to get you in there, lock the door, and see what happens. <laughs> six of them. They would come... Golly, six of them. Yeah, that's not going to happen. But I, then I think they were trying to imply, like, oh, it's shaky. We're, we're messing around with girls. Like, it was not going to happen. But, but there was one time I had this president, and he was so strange and I worked with him in the writing center too so we knew each other in and outside of the the role as an RA because I would always try to keep that like like that that um distance but I mean like look I was a cool RA I really didn't care what people did as long as they weren't dying so pretty much like how every RA should be in my opinion Mm -hmm. 
So, this kid is, like, drunk, and he would knock on my door at times and be like, oh, can we, like, you know, can I come in? And I used to, at first, I thought he, like, needed help, so I would let him sit on my couch, and we would talk, and then one time, we were sitting there, and he was like, can I put my head in your lap? And I was like, no, I was like, I have a boyfriend, and he was like, oh, like, as, like, friends, and I was like, no, and I was like, I think you should leave, so this kid, this kid must have thought we were closer than we actually were, because he would come in during my writing center shifts, and he wasn't even working at that time, and I would be like, what are you doing, and I get a call, 2 a.m., I had seen him, I was walking back, um, and I saw him drunk, and stumbling, and I saw campus safety all surrounding him, and I was like, oh, campus safety's just gonna write him up, he's gonna go to bed. I get a call from the police department. Oh, God. And they're like, hi, we have your friends. I'm like, friends? <laughs> your friends? I was like, what? And he was like, he is drunk, and he's just get picked up, and I ignored the calls. I got called five times at three in the morning, and I was like, this is not, I'm not going to pick him up. So that was a weird story. That is a weird story. So did you pick him up? No. I, like, pretended like I never got the message and then texted him two days later and was like, oh, I'm sorry, I just got your message. <laughs> That's nice of you. What a nice RA. I'm not picking this kid up. It was too... I, I mean, that was crazy. So did your boyfriend know about this? Oh, yeah. He he was like, this kid's crazy. Kids, cr- The kid was like, oh, my God. He was, like, six five, and, like, in shape. And I was like, I don't want to mess with... Why do I get the like the people who were like six five and like found a weird one? He was weird. It's always the six five guys. Apparently, y'all suck. Um, (laughs) but anyway, yeah. So, I mean, those are some crazy stories. I mean, you probably have plenty of crazy stories being an RA. How long were you an RA for? Two years. Two years and weird. It was just it's things were weird. But the thing is, is I was always like this whole thing of like the guys would see they have a girl RA and it was like oh the girl RA and I'm like oh my god I don't know man when I had like I mean I had girl RAs too but I wasn't like oh my god like I'm gonna try and get him in my room like that just wasn't the dynamic at all the girl RA that I had my freshman year was chill as fuck and literally did my Spanish homework for me and I can say that now because I graduated that's Um, awesome but yeah no I mean all right she helped me with my Spanish homework helped me um but she did it for me basically and it wasn't just me in the room it was like all my friends like it was me steven and a few of a, a few of us uh we're all just kind of chilling doing our work yeah uh college was awesome um but no that's that's crazy like it's really weird i feel like uh was your your boyfriend wasn't um because obviously you're, you probably like had your boyfriend stay the night sometimes that wasn't one of the nights that he stayed over right i was that you got that call we were, you, was, we I were feel both like, just sitting there like, oh, God. I feel like... Wait, was he an RA, too? Yeah, so it was just... It was really awkward. This was, like... It was so awkward. That's crazy. I want to jump gears quick, though, because there's a topic I have been excited to talk about. Hit me. So, not even me, but just in general, when you end things with somebody, don't you... Like, I think, you know... Is there a formula to how much time you should wait before you even seek somebody out? Like, for me, I'm not I'm not trying to seek anybody out, so. Yeah, so, I mean, look, like, I think that everybody deserves, like, a fresh kind of, you know, slate without being with somebody. I feel like people that jump from, from relationship to relationship to mm-hmm. relationship are just people that can't be alone, be by themselves. Um, so, for me... Uh, I kind of like to wait a little bit unless I don't know about the situation. There are some instances where you just start talking to somebody. And it's just like, oh, yeah, by the way, like I just got out of something like a few weeks ago. And I'm just like, oh, OK, um, we're going to take this uh, slow. So, yeah, that's that's been a thing that's happened before. I just I don't know. For me, I think you should wait a little bit. I don't think you have to wait forever, though. I mean, for me, I just don't think I'm ready for somebody right now. Yeah, I mean, like, look, like, I think, like, um, a few months of a wait is is fine before you start kind of going. Because here's the thing, like, they, they, the person that just got out of something brings everything that they just kind of got out of. I think they need time to remember who they are, have that freedom, sit there and be like, all right, you know. 
uh, this is what I like then it gives them time to sit there and think is this really what I want it gives them time to talk to other people it gives them time to really you know sit down in their own thoughts and be like all right this is cool you know this isn't cool this is what I want in the future this is what I don't want in the future and the one thing I will say is you can't help it when you find somebody that you really like or it could be the person that you think is right for you you know because like I said you don't go and you don't find love on your own like love I think I don't know for me I think the philosophy is love finds you I mean, I think everybody can agree with that philosophy. When you're not looking for something, that's when it gets you. Yeah. But so I know you can't control the timeline. But I think sometimes it is good to have some... Space. T- some space, yeah. some time. But I also agree, like, you know, that next person that you could be with could be the person that could you're with one. for the rest of, you know, the time or for a very long time. So yeah. it's not necessarily a bad thing if you go after somebody, if, you know, a few uh, months later necessarily. But it... You know, it. I think you do need that time. It just depends. Yeah, it depends on the on the dynamic of everything. Because you know, some people they just. When you know, you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I've, I had family members who, they had just gotten out of like I knew people they just got out of a relationship. This is a cute story. Okay, so like just got out of a relationship. This is a family member, and they weren't looking for anything. And the guy, like the guy they ended up with, he was like he had met they had talked to her before and he was like you know uh, would you want to date and at the time she had been dating somebody and she's like oh no and then he asked again like a year later they ran into each other same office and she was like oh i just you know got out of something but we could be friends and they talked they were actually friends and it's so how often do you see that (laughs) okay First of all, it was like a movie, so I'm jealous. I wish this would happen to me. They stayed friends, and the whole time, you know, that's when the feelings grew. I think friendship dynamic is so strong that it built into a relationship. It is, exactly, and that's the thing. It's, you know, they had that grace period that she had just gotten out of a relationship, and he ended up being patient and waiting, and it turned into something, and they got married, and they had two kids. Yeah, I mean, that's a huge story. I feel like my biggest thing, though, is, like, in the past, I've not necessarily been friends with people that I've been in relationships with beforehand. I kind of just got into the relationship. So it's nice to kind of take it slow and, like, try and get to know somebody a lot better before you get into that relationship. Yeah. I could see myself, you know, having that slow period. And that's what I think I want. Not as slow as this last time, but... Well, no, I mean, I'm sorry, but, like, the as slow as last time, I, nine months is not the uh, time look, frame I as far as I learned my lesson. Goes. I learned my lesson. <laughs> no, you did learn your lesson, but that, look, it's going to help you grow in the end. It is. I mean, look, like... It's going to help me grow for the right person. Here's the thing. The toughest things that people go through, it's like they, they go through them in order to grow from them. Yeah. I think that was the exact, like, scenario that happened to you was, you know, you went through this hard difficult time of talking to somebody for nine months and then not acknowledging any sort of type of thing for a relationship that just goes to teach you like the next time you talk to somebody stand firm on your ground and be like look like we we are either like gonna be like talking in order to build something or we're not talking at all yeah and i think you learned that and that's great because now you know when you're in that situation you know kind of how to read it now yep um but yeah, I think that you should wait some sort of time. No real crazy, you know, time frame. But look, like I think that um, people sometimes, not in any specific scenario that I've ever been in, but there are some cases where people hold that, I don't want to say like um, that baggage, but like hold stuff from their old relationship and it pours into the new one. Yeah. It's healing. You know, you end something, even though it might have just been it should have ended before like you end it and you still have those feelings for that person you don't lose them immediately yeah and you know you sit there for me at least i sit there and i think there were good times or else i wouldn't have ended things initially yeah i still hold on to good memories yeah i mean i think memories are it's difficult because the good outweighs the bad in so many case scenarios. It always scenarios. does. You're sitting there thinking of all the good times, but then you forget like how bad you would have felt in certain situations. Exactly. We interrupt your podcast to thank the following sponsor. 
This episode of In the Fields is sponsored by Against the Current Ministries. Do you or anyone you know have anxiety, depression, or relationship problems? If so, Against the Current just started their own podcast and it could be a benefit to you. Go to Apple Podcasts and type in Against the Current to listen to the latest podcast on how you can deal with any of these situations or go to atcmcounseling.com. All right, I have a question. Yes. Do you know what chivalry is? I do know what it is, but read me the definition of it. You need the definition. I actually know what it is. It's basically when a guy pretty much does gentleman-like things at, or, or All right. girls. All right. Well, for people who don't know how chivalry, what chivalry is, the definition. Uh, the chivalrous gentleman, or gentle lady, is an individual who uses courtesy and thoughtfulness to demonstrate commitment, respect, compassion, and trust. Not to score points or conceal their true intentions in a new relationship. So, you know, something that's always been on my mind and I've always wondered and I've thought about, you know, especially with our generation, is chivalry dead? And, you know, you hear that term always thrown around like, oh, he's so chivalrous or chivalry is dead or, you, you know. You hear that term thrown around? I do, but maybe I'm just hanging out with old people. I was about to say, that sounds like Look. a 1700s word. I mean, like, I it know is, what it is and I... I think a lot more people, um, you know, may not know the word necessarily, but still do the actions. Yeah. But they don't know that they're actually being a chivalrous... <laughs> I love that a, word. Sh- a chivalrous person. It's a so, very tongue-twisting word right It there. is. When it comes to chivalry, like for me, I think of somebody who opens the door for you or like when you're starting to get to know them they don't just like I know you've said it before like they don't sit out there on their car and they text you like they actually come to the door and get you yeah I mean look I with my dynamic at least right now like I will always um and this just not this isn't just you know for you know this particular person but just in general I'm the type of person like I like holding doors for people and Stuff like that. I don't even think, like, oh, I got to go hold the door for us. Like, let me run in front of her and, like, open the door. Nah, like, I just feel like it's very nice. Um, And as far as, like, texting and stuff, it just depends, like, on the person. I mean, yeah. This dude, he sucked, but he actually used to come to my door every time. Didn't matter. Like, we would literally be meaning to go leave, and he would come to my door to get me. He would knock on the door. Um, I think that's I think that's nice. I mean, yeah, there have been times where I feel like now I can go up to the person's door and like no, knock on the door. I, um, I, think. I do I do text them saying that I'm there just because they like to come out and see me. They like to give me a hug stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, no, I mean it can go both ways, but like I don't sit there waiting because like I don't want to go to the door, you know? Right. It's just because that's just kind of how the dynamic is. It makes me wonder, though, is it dead? Because sometimes I really do think it is. Like, I know that there are people, I don't know if it's just our generation is awkward or sometimes people don't care, but I've had friends who have gone on dates and they're like, yeah, he texted me, he was there, and I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I kind of like the old-fashioned way where the guy comes, knocks on the door, takes you, you know, um plans the whole thing not just like nonchalant half-assed like oh okay has showed up um oh yeah it's cool i think that a lot of people nowadays have this independence type of factor though like as a guy like i would love to go open the door for a girl and stuff like that but you have so many people nowadays they're just like i'm very independent like i can do it myself yeah you know? Well, it's funny because I'm literally, well, I, not the door, but I'm somebody who will, like, fight the guy when it comes to paying the check. Like, I'll be like, no, I'm paying. I can do it. I think we're really stuck in our ways of kind of like, oh, like, the guy has to pay for everything. I love when the girl kind of takes charge sometimes. I'm not saying, like, you know, I, I, I want the girl to always pay for me. But what I'm saying is, no, is like, I, I a I nice split charge. is very nice. I also hate, I am somebody who... See, I can be difficult, though, because I am somebody who I'm, like, I can pay the bill, but then also, like, when I'm doing it all the time, I get annoyed with it, but... Yeah, I, but that's all the time. There should definitely be, like, a 50-50 I think that's the aspect, thing. Aspect, or at least, like, 60-40. <laughs> just depends. Oh, okay. It depends on the type of person that you are. Some people, 
I mean, look, I'd love for it to be 50-50. Um, yeah, it depends your job, too. You know, if one person's racking it a lot more, I'd understand, like, 60-40. But, but, I, you know, I, I just, I wonder. Because I sit there and I hear, like, older people, you know, the people in my office, they're 50s, 60s. I love them. I do. They give me great advice, honestly. They are my work moms. And even even the... Even the guy, some, like, there's this one older guy, really great guy. He'll give me advice, too. But they will tell me about how when they were dating, like, it just seemed different than now. It seemed, and that's when they'll give me advice, and I'm like, well, that's my generation. And they'll say things like, oh, okay. But they'll say, chivalry seems dead in your generation. And I'm like, is it? And I wonder. You know, I see some of the the older factors of in the past like the guy holding the door or the guy being social like him coming you know if you're getting picked up from your parents actually you know the guy or or even the girl will come into the house and like talk to them and it's almost like what the heck i feel like now though like sometimes in certain scenarios like people don't want to meet the parents like right off the bat no, I get that. So, like, I feel like back in the day, when somebody found somebody, they typically remained talking to that person. There wasn't, fi- like, five people that they were necessarily mm-hmm. talking to all the time. And yeah. now you have, you know, people that... You have dating apps and Right, you have dating apps and other connected. things. Think about somebody coming in to say hello to your parents, and then the next day you got somebody else coming in, and the next day you got somebody else. I mean, look, there's nothing wrong with going That'd on dates. That'd be really strange. Your parents well, I mean, just okay, be like, I'm why talking, is everybody coming inside? I'm talking like somebody you're serious about. All right, that's a little different. But I'm also, okay, well, I'm also stuck in the mindset where, and this is my problem, I can't talk to multiple people at a time. Like, when I develop feelings for one person, I get stuck on it. Yeah, I mean. I do. That's understandable. Look, but, I think if you really want to prioritize one person, you're going to, regardless yeah, of what, regardless of anything. Maybe I belong. Maybe I'm supposed to be in like the sixties or something right now. Maybe 2020 is not my thing. No, I think that, I think that there are a lot of guys out there that act in a chivalrous manner. I think there's some. I think though that I've seen a definite downslide though. Well, yeah, you're not gonna get a. Uh, no, I mean, there's definitely going to be a downside. Casanova. Yeah. I think that it's definitely something that more people should take into consideration. I mean, I know a lot of scenarios where girls have been so mad because guys won't even hold the door for them. Well, that makes me, you know, that actually brings up another thing I was thinking about. You know, people always say, I was born in the wrong generation. Do you think maybe some of those mindsets affect how you date? Because... Yeah, there are some people in our generation who really do think, like, the generation, you know, the, okay, <clears throat> I'm not really serious, I don't really want anything, but then there's some people who, you know, they, they seem like they're from, like, the 60s, that, that older mindset. Do you think mindsets, maybe? Yeah, I think there are old souls out there. I like, a, I like to think that I have, like, a pretty old soul. I mean, I like certain things that happen, like... You know, I think my soul is ancient, like the 1800s. Yeah, I mean, you're sitting out here, like, about to be, like, tightening up the dress. Like, yes, yeah. <laughs> Ti- The Titanic. Oh, uh, yes, type I am attending the ball today to find my prince, my quarter. Nah, but, like, <laughs> I don't know, sometimes I just think, like, music, lifestyle, everything like that. Like, there's just so much that our generation kind of just, like, stir, like, steers away from. Yeah, that's a thing. Maybe... Maybe mindsets also, you have to find somebody of the same mindset, like generationally and just, you know, in terms of life. Yeah. That's how you find the right person for you is when you find, I feel like I, the way I'm talking, I sound like I just discovered like the lost arc of, from Indiana Jones, but, <laughs> but like, it makes me sit there and think like talking this out, maybe we have to find the people with the same mindsets. Yeah, I mean, look, but not everybody's going to think like us, you know, because our generation is so wishy-washy. Some of us have old souls, like, you know, that want to do things like holding the door and stuff like that. And other people are just like, you don't need to hold the door for me. And then some people find a matchmaker, like in Fiddler on the Roof. 
Why are you talking about Fiddler? Because <laughs> I had to. T- I had to turn it back to oh a different generation. Gosh. But yeah, no. I mean, look, our generational wise things are interesting for us. I mean, it is. I feel like I always come back to the general. I think when it comes to relationships, generations really do affect it. When you were younger, though, like what? When you were younger. Oh man, I'm ready for. What this. did you think about like relationships and stuff? Like, did you have like how a young mindset? are we talking? Like, 13, 12, 13 years old, middle school. So, I was a late bloomer with thinking about guys in general. My mother will tell you. She was like, she's a late bloomer because I was not interested in guys. But, you know. So, what happened? I got to college. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, oh, I guess the opposite gender does exist. Exist, yeah. Um, But when I was 13, you know. I wouldn't think about any guy in particular, but I would think about what I wanted, like, what I dreamt of one day. And I always wanted somebody who was outgoing, and I would imagine, like, I even planned out, like, my wedding, like, my dream wedding. I think a lot of females do that. They do. But it's interesting because I took a sociology class in high school, and we had a project one time, and the teacher said... Describe the perfect person for you. And I remember I sat there. And I had never thought about it. I wrote down the ideal person for me. And we, I had, like, the hair color, the eyes, you know, height, what they did for a living, different attributes about them. And it, I think that's when I really started to think, like, I, I never really thought about what I wanted until then. Yeah, but I feel like... Uh, but that's something that I think now, you know, if I did, and compare it back to then, relationships definitely shape that. I mean, you're also, like, younger. I was, and I still didn't think that... That's, like, an interesting topic to say to a middle schooler, but I guess, like, in I a way... I was a sophomore in high school. Oh. There I go, fucking up again. And I still wasn't uh, interested in guys. I mean, like, I, I wasn't interested in anything. I was just doing me. I was just, you know, going to class and yeah, in I, drama, you know, doing theater. Drama as in theater. Doing theater. I was doing my thing. I got I got a good question for you. Mm-hmm. If you could go back oh, in, boy. in time. Yeah. And I'm all for, like, everything happens for a reason. Like, if I could change know, the, one thing. The, well, the, like, just the way that you, you know, if you had changed, if you change anything... From the past, like, you wouldn't be in your present where you are today. But if you could go back and, like, tell, give yourself, like, advice, like, at a younger age about relationships and about liking okay. guys and other stuff, like, what would you say to yourself? I would tell myself to be confident. Because part of me thinks, like, thinking back, you know, maybe I wasn't interested in guys or maybe... I would look at guys and I wouldn't say anything because I wasn't confident, you know. I wore the baggy clothes. I barely, I didn't do my hair. I literally just rolled up to school like, okay, cool. I had no fashion sense whatsoever. As I got older, literally took college for me to sit there and look at myself in the mirror. Like, I remember I woke up one day. I was like, I don't like how I look. It was the day after my birthday, sophomore year. I was like, I don't like how I look. I don't like that I'm so alone. I barely have any friends. And I'm going to change it. So I literally went to the gym, lost 50 pounds, worked really hard. From there on out, I got all straight A pluses every single semester, picked up another degree, and then made friends. And that's because I think I sat and I looked at myself in the mirror and I was like, you need to gain confidence. And that is one thing that I wish I had learned sooner because I think I would have surrounded myself with better people. I wouldn't have had such a bad freshman year. I would have you know, met good people, and, you know, birds of a feather flock together, so when you're not confident, you don't attract confident confident people, people. yeah, I feel that, so, confidence, because I think I have that now, obviously, I dress a little bit better, I hope this is a little bit better, yeah, but, what about you, (laughs) all right, well, because you are all confident, you're Mr. Confident, and it seems like you were confident, so I know that's not what you're gonna say, well, all right, so, when I was in preschool... We're going that... Wow, going you're that really time-traveling. When I was in preschool, um, I was that typical kid, 
kiss girls on you know all this different stuff yeah typical little preschool boy basically and um i got to kindergarten and oh dude i always i would have sleepovers with one of my best friends in elementary school Mm -hmm. and we would stay up literally like all night we just play ping pong back and forth and talk about these two girls that we really like told were you again However old you are in fifth grade, so... Oh, fifth grade, okay. Yeah, what, nine, maybe? Okay. You're at at a decent age. And I guess I've always had sort of, like, a romantic side of myself because I was like, on this girl's birthday, I'm going to get her, like, a giant-ass card and all this other stuff. This girl did not like me. Like, not... She didn't hate me, but she just was like... I... In fifth grade, like, I was, like, not the... I mean, nobody's, like, oh, my gosh, attractive, you know? But, yeah, like, no. I, I thought this girl was, like, the, like, I was, like, this girl, like, stands out over everybody. Like, <laughs> it was crazy. Um, but, dude, like, I was, I was, like, a little fucking, like, non-attractive, like, looking, like, kid. Like, I, I guess, I don't remember if I would, like, try too hard or whatever the case was. But I got to middle school and, like, I mean, it was, it was crazy. I saw this girl in middle school first day I got to middle school and um I saw this girl she had like yellowish hair and I was like that's odd she was like really tall I was also I'm short now I was short when I was in sixth grade like people were like you know and girls girls grow faster quicker, than, yeah so then guys catch up later on so I just see this girl who's a giant I see this other girl and I'm just like mm, like whatever girl with yellowish hair ended up being like my girlfriend and like I'll just never forget like um my cousin he was just so fascinated with the idea that like I was making out with this chick in sixth grade like we were 12 oh my god 11 I didn't 11 12 years old you and I had very different childhoods and um yeah I, I, I had my first little make out sesh at 11 years old and see here's the thing like people are um, I'm gonna think listening to this, oh, like, this kid's so cool. He, he made out when he was 11 years old. If I go back in time and say one thing myself, I would tell myself to wait. I mean, 11 years old making out, not a big deal, but doing everything by 14, that was like, that was the worst thing that I could have ever done to myself. Because as a kid, I mean, you know, when you're growing up in middle school, everything happens so quickly. You're all fascinated with it. It's like, wow, I just did this with this person. But, like, looking back on it now, I'm like, damn, if I had waited until I was, like, 17, 18 years old, it would have been a lot better for myself because I put myself through a few situations that are not ideal that a 14-year-old should have to do. No 14-year-old should be, like, talking to their parents about possibly, like, uh, pregnancy scares. Oh God! And like, I had to do that. I don't have any kids anywhere, despite you know what people <laughs> may may think from hearing oh that. God. But it's like stuff like that really shapes your mind, shapes you as a kid. Like, yeah, ages fifteen to like, I don't know, seventeen. I like could like there were offers for people that wanted to do stuff, but I was like, dude, I'm not doing any of that stuff. And like, yeah. that definitely shapes how I am now with certain things. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, look, I was a little fucking shit just running around not giving a fuck. And, yeah. like, I wasn't, like, a um, a reckless kid at all, but I was mm-hmm. just, like, with girls and stuff, I was the complete opposite. I was always into girls. Girls were always talking to me, whatever the case was. And, yeah, I mean, if I go back in time, I would just tell myself, like, chill out, bud. Like, you don't have to be making out with a girl at 11 years old. You Surprising. don't have to be... I, you know, I didn't know what you were going to say, but I like it. Yeah, I mean, nah, it's it's a topic that I think is, is interesting. I think it's interesting that somebody asked you that question when you were a sophomore in high school. I mean, I thought it was middle school, but it was in high school. I mean, if somebody had asked me what I was looking for in high school, I probably would have said the typical thing. Nice job, this person, this person. But it's... we don't get to see what actually life is about by just being a sophomore in high school. I think it's funny because you could probably ask yourself now, you know, what are you looking for? And I almost feel like even after this podcast today, I might sit down and write down what I want because, you know, you're not going to get that exact match. 
but maybe you will find somebody who's close to it. And you set your standards then. It's an interesting exercise. That is an interesting exercise. Do you ever miss, like, those times? I mean, I guess, like, you know, you live different times, so it wouldn't be maybe as exciting as they are now. But, like, for me, nothing was better than, like, getting ready to go to, like, a middle school, like, dance with just all my, oh my friends goodness. and stuff like that. I was like such that. an awkward middle schooler. So, I was an awkward kid. It took me a while before I got on my shell. I was actually very introverted as a kid. So, dances weren't my thing. Like, I was actually... This sounds like every single, like, teenage movie, but I was the girl who helped plan prom, but didn't want to go, and literally my friends had to convince me to go. So, like, I would awkwardly go with a guy. Like, I went with this, literally... I was never asked out to prom or anything. I remember I asked a guy out my junior year, (laughs) and then senior year I'm sitting at the lunch table and all my friends are like oh we have dates and I'm in the I I was in their prom like you know when you pictures and stuff yep and they were like like we'll find you a date because I didn't want to be the girl without the date the only girl without the date so we literally I ended up sitting like I was sitting right next to this dude and he didn't have a date either and we were just like should we go to prom together and he was like all right was that at least fun it was okay I had much more fun after prom prom sucked yeah, I yeah. Prom was so fucking I mean, I, bad. I was happy to see all my work <laughs> that I put into planning prom. Yeah, you know, by the time prom came around, um, my friend group dynamic. Now, my junior year of prom, first off, I went to prom as a sophomore. That was probably the coolest thing. Went to prom, I heard that when you go to prom as a sophomore, it's like one of your better ones. Let me tell you something. My boy and I went together. It was a good time. And... Um, <laughs> I mean, we were little shits. Everybody's like seniors. Everything's doing. We walked around at three in the morning with tacos in our hands. Where I we were like walking. It was at Dave and Buster's that like the after prom thing. Oh my god! Yeah. So um, we're like walking all around. We're just like, hey, bro, like, are you going to school tomorrow? Nah, dude. Like, I'm at prom. Like, we're sophomores, but we're not going to school tomorrow. And I just why are your proms in the middle of the week? This was senior prom, our sophomore year. In the middle of the week. I mean, seniors get out in April, so, like... That is so strange. It was See, probably, was like, on a, on a Thursday. Ours was on a Friday. Yeah, theirs was probably on a Thursday, and maybe we, like, didn't go to school on Friday or something, but... I'll just never forget, we were eating bagels in the bagel uh, shop the next day, and, like, we see one of our friend's moms who's, like, our age, and she's just looking at us, and we're just like, yeah, man, we're sophomores, <laughs> like, we're oh not at school. Oh, my God. Nah, I mean, look, we were, we were living the dream, but... Um, nah, it was, it was fun for me, but I feel like it wasn't as fun for the other person because, like, I was so young. Yeah. And, like, I was still kind of, like... Kudos to you to get into prom, though. Yeah, I mean, I was talking to the girl that took me for a slight little bit. Um, she sucked. She's not even... I don't even care about calling her out. She was awful. But, uh... Yikes. My <laughs> junior year, um... My junior year... My girlfriend at the time did not get along with my friend group. Oh, that's awful. And the, my friend group invited her to get ready with them. And she was like, nah, I'm just going to get ready by myself. And that really threw off the dynamic for the rest of prom. And senior prom, I was like, fuck this. I'm not going to get a girlfriend my senior year. Like, I'm just going to go with, like, one of my friends. Went with a great friend of mine. Still sucked. Because she was busy doing stuff with somebody else that didn't want to go with the date that they ended up going with it was a whole fucking mess yeah. so that also sucked um i think everybody makes prom out to be this big fucking they do and you sit special there and thing. i'm just like uh, whatever and like nah it just wasn't my dynamic at all but you know i do feel bad for people right now who can't go like you don't even have the choice that's true i mean you definitely have to have the experience luckily i was fortunate enough to experience it three times like mm-hmm. some people only get it once some people get it maybe twice like it's yeah, it's interesting. I also but, just realized after talking about prom, I literally, I have asked every single guy out that I've ever talked to or dated. Let that sink in. That you've ever talked to or dated, you asked them out? Yup. <laughs> How'd that go? Oh, well, you see me now. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. But, um. No, it's fine. That's just my personality. I think I'm a little too assertive. And I go for introverts. <laughs> Well, I mean, look, hopefully the dynamic will will definitely change. Yep. But, yeah, I, 
it's very interesting um, to talk about kind of the younger versions of ourselves and how they shape relationships oh, and get certain feelings and stuff like that. It's it, You know what's funny? To sit there and think... Well, it's not funny. It's kind of sad. <laughs> it's sad. But, I mean, it's not like sad. But like you sit there and you think about different points of your life when you would just be so obsessed with a person or you'd be so sad because of a person. And then you sit there and think about yourself now and you're like, you know, why was I so sad? It's just, like, one of those realizations where you sit there and you think, wow, I've gone through a lot. And me sitting here now being happy with myself, I'm like, you know, you can't let the little things kill you. Not at all. I mean, look, dude, like, you're, you're, you know me now. My Mm -hmm. confidence is off the, is, you know, off the roof. I I guess my, my confidence was still off the roof in fifth grade. But let me tell you something. When I liked this girl, like, I liked this girl. Like, me and my friend would talk about these two girls every night like we'd be up all night long just saying like oh like imagine like us actually being able to go out with them and this and that and like that's so cute i don't think either of the girls ended up liking either of us (laughs) which was really bad and it's shocking i'm laughing but i don't it's shocking because the one guy like my friend at the time i mean he was one of the better looking guys in fifth grade you know like i'm shocked that this girl like didn't you know really like him that much but maybe she did at one point i don't remember yeah but uh, I'll never forget. Um, in kindergarten, God, why are we reminiscing? Over I know. This? <laughs> in kindergarten, I had a I had a crush on this girl, and um, I'll never forget. Like I kissed her, in, or she kissed me in the loft area. We kissed each other in the loft area so of romantic. the library. It was funny. This is. <laughs> yeah, but to get back onto it, yeah, no, it's interesting that um, some of these younger dynamics. I mean, we should definitely take a podcast to like definitely go dive back into like our past younger Uh, younger i don't know if i want to go i mean like i do want to get into younger me but oh my god younger me it's it was it was a good time (laughs) super excited that we had another week to discuss feelings um if you haven't already uh definitely go leave us a review subscribe rate our podcast five stars um we appreciate talking to each other and having everybody listen each week. So uh, thank you very much and tune in next time. See you later.